Is that a weird question? No, no. What, we're, uh, you go for. Uh, I'm in PV. I'm in Palos Verdes. Oh, nice. And I live in Long Beach. Nice. I love Long Beach. Right here. Those are my homes. You're both. Okay, that's cool. Are you in San Francisco? No, I'm in Palo Alto now. I just moved. Oh, damn. Nice. <laughs> we have a tiny part. I know. It is nice, but we, we look at we look around us and we're like, whoa, this is what generational wealth looks like. Oh, wow. Like, we don't have it. We're looking around and appreciating. Uh -huh. Yeah. Those around. You're, you're at Google now, right? Yeah, so I work from home, but um, yeah, but my like location is supposed to be Mountain View, which is like really close to where uh -huh. I am now, but... I'm also in a completely new, t like after maternity leave, which I came back last week. Right. Um, I'm like our whole team kind of sunsetted. It's hard to explain. So I'm like on a new team doing different things, but. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to get this started. Um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah. Uh, welcome Danica to the family business. That's the, that's the title of our podcast. And we're just going to do a little intro for you and turn this up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's get, get this going. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. 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 You. No Danica's at Google. She's gonna make some money. We're, We're gonna, gonna get this going. Hey, you're, you're, you're very welcome in this family, Danica. You're very welcome in this family business, and we're gonna make some profit today. Okay. Make some decisions in the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make things happen. So yeah. we're family now, or is like. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Here we go. You're in the family business now. Okay. Great. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go right into it. You know, the first question I sent it to you. You already know. Uh, tell it to me. Why are you alive? Oh, I didn't know you were gonna ask me that. But yeah, we ask everybody that. Why am I alive? I am alive because life is beautiful. Um, yeah, life is. There's a lot of joy now. I don't know. There's meaning and purpose. So yeah. I'm alive because. To, ex life. to experience, you're saying to experience, to experience kind of the joy and the meaning that that you've kind of found and created in your life. Yeah, I guess like I can even contrast it to like years before when I had depression and like, uh -huh. yeah, and that I would describe it as like I was like, I don't know how to describe it actually, but I feel like I'm home to myself now. Like uh -huh. I'm secure in who I am. Um, and I, yeah, it's crazy because, like, I think before when I had depression, for example, uh -huh. just, like, you don't, <clears throat> you, when you contrast it to, like, who I am now, I don't know, I feel like even just the idea of joy, it's just crazy. Like, even colors are just, like, attractive to me or, like, the, the sky. I don't know, just, like, little things that I didn't expect from before just stand out now right uh, but that's not like why I'm alive those are just things that like add to life but um but yeah I would say maybe like I'm alive too because of my like community my family like God um I'm a person of faith so right awesome what did um I got a question here I guess what led to that transition I'm sure it was kind of gradual over time but are there like any specific moments that you remember um, kind of along that path? Or do you think it was more kind of just with time, it was easier to make sense of things? Or, or kind of what do you attribute to that change? Um, I think two things. One is like my spirituality. I think I didn't really, 
had the language for that before, but now like looking back, I do. So yeah, I didn't even know like how bad, you know, my high functioning depression was like, for, it's crazy. I didn't like even know it was, um, yeah, that severe. And like, I didn't want to exist. Like, I don't know. I just, I think it just like envelopes to like, it just continue like that kind of, um, becomes like a mixtape. But I think for some reason, just like through a series of serendipitous things in life as life does. Um, yeah, I was like reintroduced to like, like hope again, which is in my faith in God. Um, and then even after that, I think my depression actually... Um, uh, Danica, you're cutting out a little bit. Oh, no. Uh, not on my end. I think it's Peter that's cutting out. Oh, yeah, I see. P Peter, you're paused. Yes. Should I... Um, we'll just wait a sec. Peter, it's you that's dropping out. Uh, you, sorry, you guys are, you guys both cut out a little bit. Um, you were in the, you were going, you were talking about the transition and kind of, uh, and kind of like the, 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 um, the gradual transition you were going through and I cut out. Oh yeah. So I think I was just, um, like serendipitously like reintroduced to hope again through like an introduction to the church kind of through this like uh -huh. really inclusive, diverse, like loving space and then also um i started pursuing therapy i think that same year um uh -huh. and then, like doing a lot of like self-healing work of going back in my past and um right yeah digging into my emotions and like yeah right. I, all of that combined just like gave me a new perspective and like hope in in the future and like in instilling sense of who i am and when was that? Was that was that pretty recent, or was that a few years ago? I would say, well, a few years ago to me is recent, um, but I think that was like 2018. Oh, 2018, wow. Yeah, but it's funny because even when I look back before, I was still doing like a lot of my passions and loving. I loved life too, but I just think I didn't like who I was for some reason, or right. I just didn't see myself like in a good light for some reason right okay um and to give you to give to give everybody a little bit of context on like you know talk speaking of the past because because i think danica we met i don't remember exactly when but it must have been maybe in middle school middle, middle school? school or i mean definitely high school but like oh yeah but when we we may have some contact in middle school right do you, do you went to do you go to which one which middle school did you go to I went to Jefferson. You went to Jefferson, but you were in the honors classes, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe so we. Might I think have. we had some contact there okay. um, in eighth grade, and then uh, and then definitely we crossed paths a lot in high school. You you were always like we when I was selling earphones, you would be like, "Why are you selling earphones?" And I was selling shampoo, you'd be like, "Why are you okay. selling shampoo?" Yeah. I forgot yeah. that you like sold lotion. I asked you why you sold lotion and shampoo. Yeah, you, yeah. You were like, "Why are you selling this?" But it was funny. You know, we, I think we just had a really. Um, like, I think we had a really, like, good, good, like, friendship um, all the way up until, well, kind of, like, we, we didn't really know each other that well, but I think it was just, like, you know, like, a good high school relationship, like, a, a good friendship, all the way until uh, senior year when we decided to run for senior president and senior vice president together. Yeah, and right. I think, like, through that year, we got really close working together and, and like, understanding each other's strengths and weaknesses and, and like, just, just, like, trying to make everybody happy and, like, have a good year. I think that's when I got to know you really well and 
I think we got to know each other really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we, I like, I just felt like for me, like, I felt like I was always, I, I felt like I was very like, like I was very comfortable, like saying that you were someone that I, I like think, you know, I'd be very comfortable hitting up after, you know, after a long time and, and, and still knowing. Cause I felt like we just got to know each other really well in that experience. Um, even though, you know, people change and such, but, but um, yeah, so we kept in, kept in touch a little bit during college, but I think, uh, yeah, the last time I saw you was, was probably at that in and out. And then, and then um, I think you moved around a lot. So yeah, I'd be really interested in hearing like where you went and what, what you've been up to. I think I've seen, you know, you know, you hear from people, you see pictures online, you know, you're looking at, you looked at LinkedIn, but like, it's, I, I definitely want to hear a little bit more about like what, what your perspective has been over these last years and, and what you've been up to. So you mean after college or after? Yeah, school? yeah. Maybe let's start with that. Uh, maybe yeah, you can kind of go through college, but maybe maybe definitely starting after college, like what you've been up to. Yeah. Yeah. So after col, so yeah, after college, um, yeah, I was actually in Long Beach mm -hmm. for a little bit. Um, my sense of time right now is also like very bizarre. Like <laughs> I'm a new mom, yeah, so yeah. I even like even the past year felt like five years. I can't even tell you. So if I'm yeah. retracting my past wrong um forgive me but um yeah i was in long beach i was i did i was a team leader at a target um retail is very interesting and i learned a lot like i enjoy um yeah i enjoy i think like even throughout high school and even in college i was in a lot of like leadership roles and it's not like oh i like power it's more like i enjoy like seeing someone and giving them instilling like yeah, a sense of confidence in people who don't or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so, I yeah, I enjoyed, um, yeah, I had a team of, like, 50, which I really enjoyed. I did that for two full years. Um, I had, like, the best roommates, Chandler, Daisy, John. Um, and then what happened after that? And then for some reason, I just had this urge or I think I had two cousins um, who also just encouraged me to, like, why not move to the Bay Area? Right. Was Emily? Uh, Emily? Yeah. So Emily and Jasmine, who, who I think I was just interested in um, trying to like dive into something different with my career or move somewhere, um, not just in SoCal. So I just made the leap. Um, and yeah, I lived in San Francisco um, for, yeah, two years because I just recently moved um, to Palo Alto here. Mm -hmm. so let me think yeah and in in between that transition was when um I would say like my mental health journey like became something that I was just like very aware of and um and I think yeah and I think in that transition because um maybe it was like because I'm like not a newfound person but just enlightened and more like hopeful it just like simultaneously felt like right to also move away also does that make sense move away yeah. to the bay area yeah just like move somewhere yeah. else and right. i didn't really move to the bay because it's like this tech bubble i didn't actually even know just how like historically rich and like tech savvy this place i mean i do i had a sense but i didn't move for that reason i mm. felt like it was just a time in my life where i wanted to make that transition and i had nothing to that was attaching me necessarily 
to Long Beach or even LA. Um, okay. So I, even though, and I loved my friends, I loved my family. I just um, felt like trying something new. So um, yeah, in the past two years, so in the Bay Area, um, yeah, I worked at this um, contracting company at first and then, yeah, for a year. Um, I loved, I got connected to like this church pretty fast. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a part of like a cohort called Race and Belonging Cohort. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been a part of that and like, I'm really passionate about like justice yeah. and like mental health and stuff. Um, and yeah, also in the Bay Area is where I met my now husband. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, what else happened? Oh yeah, I met my husband. Yeah. Um, I also then, yeah had a baby yeah. last year um and now I'm a new mom yeah no that, no that's like I think you're the first one that I know um that had a baby other than Hai Bin oh yeah Hai Bin had a baby I but, didn't know Hai Bin had a baby yeah but but yeah she because she also have her on Facebook and yeah she but yeah I think you're the first like person that I was close to in high school that that uh, had a baby do you have do you know anyone in your high school that had a baby Antoine um no, a ton of people are engaged yeah. and married, but I don't, maybe, I feel like they post photos of the baby. I haven't seen any, so I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, Antoine went to high school in Boston, and uh, we, we met each other in uh, freshman year of college. He was a floor mate. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, How did you meet your husband? We actually met through Bumble. It's, really? So, <laughs> I should tell you, it's funny because he was my first, like, I, I never did online dating too, by the way, yeah. like, before coming to the Bay, but my cousin was like, this is the only way to, like, date or something, yeah. and yeah. so I was very skeptical about it, but, like, even for my husband, he, literally, I was the second person he met ever, yeah. and on social, or on Bumble, or um, online dating, yeah. and, like, I met him in terms of like his dating experience, his second week. Like, so he, if oh. you were to talk to him, he would be like, oh yeah, I'm an expert just because he like, I don't know, met me. One out of two, yeah. <laughs> and like deleted all his apps. But um, yeah, I, I don't like necessarily believe in, you know, love at first sight, but I believe in that click. And somehow, yeah, we just, I can't really describe it. And I don't, wouldn't say I've had like a lot of, crazy experience where I felt like I was in love and had heartbreak but yeah with his name is Faisal um yeah he's just the best I I can't so what was the first date so the first date was so I um so it was in Paul to here actually um and he took me to coconuts which is like a Caribbean food so he's yeah. actually from Africa and so yeah. he's like this is the this is the um uh, closest like food you'll get that's like restaurant style um to like my home home food or whatever yeah, yeah. and um and which then is he from? oh you cut off what i said you? which part which part uh oh he's from Rhonda. Rhonda, okay okay yeah so he he took me to coconuts and then we just talked for so i don't even know how long and we just kept talking to where he was like oh do you want to just like grab ice cream so then we walked to like salt and straw and got ice cream. And then we kept like, I don't know how we just end up sitting at a park and notice like 
it's getting it was getting really dark so then we went to his favorite um bar which is like the only really good bar um which is called that house mm -hmm. uh, it's like a dive bar and then we just kept talking until we looked at the time and it was midnight oh wow um and then it was funny because when we went back to his car oh i think we went to his car to go to the nut house so afterwards he we noticed he had a flat tire like somehow so i watched him literally <laughs> on our first date, um, change a tire and I was super impressed by it, but oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then the second date was like San Francisco and I did a whole thing there. And then um, third date was like home cooking. That's when we, I don't know, became more official. Oh, really? Okay, wow. So how long was that like? Was that like a few weeks kind of after meeting? Um, oh wait, what do you mean? So are you talking about like talking becoming, online? Becoming and then, official, yeah. no, I think on average, it's like between the fifth and the sixth date that people become official. So was it, how, how many was it for you? I think it was a while though, because, um, not a while, while, like maybe a month or a month and a half, but th like some weekends, I think I had plans or, um, I went back to LA or something. I don't remember, but I think there was a lot of, and he, I think went to the East Coast. I don't know. There was some like pauses in between in terms of like dates, right. but um, yeah. So we don't talk like it's funny because after like after that third date, we don't really like know how dates like we didn't our hangouts weren't like dates anymore. That's why. Let's say. Um, did you have like a conversation about being official, or was it just kind of like you kind of both recognized that it was no longer like a date? You know, yeah, this is funny. So actually not that third. So <clears throat> I guess it was maybe maybe the fourth like hangout or something mm -hmm. that I guess we became official official because I think he told somebody that like I was his girlfriend. I was like, what? You never asked me. Oh, but like, right. it wasn't like we were dating other people and we were already like we felt like super connected. And we talked uh -huh. about uh -huh. but like. Yeah, it, it, it was just funny. I was like, you never said so. And he's like, I had to ask like I, th I just thought that like we were because we weren't dating anyone else and like right but i think in his culture like there's no not that you don't have to ask but it's like pretty well assumed if you're like that close in dating or whatever you're not it is pretty weird that you have to ask I yeah. mean. <laughs> and he 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 also never did online dating like for him when he looks back now he's like oh you could have been dating other people because i didn't like also i wasn't as like familiar with online dating too but now looking back we're like oh yeah people also date like five people when they're online dating and that was just not the case for us and i think right um he also assumed that i wouldn't be dating like other people at all yeah and and what yeah i'm I'm curious about this the culture because you you, you said there's maybe a difference in, in in culture you know coming from different locations yeah. like um is that something that like how have you kind of worked with that and and like how does that how does that work coming from different cultures how does that work that's a yeah. good question yeah <laughs> or do you not feel like that it's different cultures you just feel like it, it just like it meshes really well um i think it's both actually yeah. um so obviously like i am american born like born in torrance but right. I, I feel like i was raised like um I don't know, but both my parents are from Taiwan. And so we celebrated Chinese New Year. We ate like zongzi. We, yeah. we did Saturday Chinese school. You know what I mean? Like we, 
my culture is pretty embedded in my like quote unquote American um, culture. But yeah, there are a lot of, I would say, um, little things. I'm trying to think specifically. I would say like ours mesh well together because um, I think even in just race in America, like you have, you know, there's, I don't know. I feel like there's another layer of consciousness almost sometimes a person of color. And so, um, if you, what do you mean by that? So like, if I, I don't know, I'm just, it it can go into a whole thing, but like, if I'm navigating my life and someone maybe says like a microaggression at me on one level, I know they're saying they're doing the best they can with their level of consciousness. Right. But on like another sub level, it's like, oh, that was hurtful. But it's like right. it allows me to like have both and validate like, hey, they're not a bad person, but also like there's an understanding like that's also a little racist too. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Um, and so because I'm also like back in college, I think I developed like a strong sense of my own like language and vocabulary um in like my walk and like lens as an Asian American woman Uh and developed like a lot or not developed like befriended a lot of like diverse friends and so I just um yeah really have developed like a compassionate like um compassion for I don't know others so anyway what I'm trying to say is like with my husband I think we're just like really comfortable in um just talking to each other about like anything like he's also black Mm-hmm. America like that's yeah. just another whole thing so I'm I can't like maybe understand fully his um like how he you know walks in his skin every day but I can right. you know hear and in terms of like being Rondi's um there is like a big distinction between like African American and like black American because so he I don't know I just feel like I, I learn a lot from him and a lot of what I do is like listen to his perspective and it's funny because I feel like he actually knows a lot more about like he knows a lot more about American history not just from like the white perspective Uh like he knows the ins and outs and like even American politics better than I do um but sorry this is not answering your question no no no. I think so I would say sorry I'm trying to find differences but funny funny thing is like Rondi's culture and Taiwanese culture are like kind of similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, um, like even just like be- being like more quiet, not like super loud, is like for some reason a shared culture thing. Even though we're both like pretty passionate, um, I would say not loud, but like um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Sorry. We also like care about like elders and like our families. There's no such right. thing as you know putting our parents in a home. Right, right, right. Um, we we really love like home home meal home cooked meals and his food is just like phenomenal like it's amazing um I think he even him in the way he takes from like home like virtues and stuff like he talks about sometimes like there there's like a patriarchy or like sometimes men like have feel like they have I don't know a right over woman and he never liked that just because he grew up with a lot of older sisters like he's the youngest of 11 right um and his mom and like stepmom are like amazing strong women so he just like took a lot of his um 
strength and stuff from like women so he has like a lot of respect for women but like that's not always necessarily the case um back at home sort of thing um yeah I don't I feel like I'm just trying to think but I I really do believe both our cultures mesh well oh and he um and even like our families I think he he's dated like Asian women before too and um always or he he used to say like he would be nervous like around my family or maybe my dad because he thought maybe through like past experience he would have been like sure you know judged but there like for some reason my family like always has always embraced him and like race was never an issue which also blew my mind like I always ask my parents just because like we have I know like I am the only person out of all my like friends and even colleagues who are like Asian with like black partners uh-huh. um I feel like for some reason my family is the only one that never like gave any hard a hard time like never like had um an issue of like oh he's black like he's not a part of like you can't date him or like right right I'm wary right. of him so I feel like pretty lucky in that sense yeah. which is probably why I'm having a really hard time trying to think of ways we don't um match culturally but obviously, like, in any marriage, in any, I think, any relationship, like, people aren't perfect, and we're, like, also very different people. Um, I don't know if you know about, like, the Enneagram, but I'm an eight, and he's a nine, so I'm, like, a challenger, and he's, like, peacemaker, which are complete opposites, so even in yeah. how we um, communicate or, like, how we resolve conflict and stuff, we we had to, like, figure out how to merge that well, uh-huh. so I don't know if that, like, culture might play a role but like I would say that's kind of personality too right okay oh yeah I mean it sounds like I mean everyone has their differences but it sounds like for the most part you guys have a lot of shared values and and are able to come together in a a meaningful way yes Um, is that is that um like is he also uh, American raised as as you are or or uh like similar background Sorry, my screen just went out. Okay, what did he say? I said, is he also American raised as you are? Oh, no, he's not. Okay. So he um, went to the East Coast about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was actually in Boston a while. He loves, like, the Celtics. I'm a Lakers fan. He's Celltics. It, it's Love funny. It. <laughs> We're going to raise a Warriors fan. Um, <laughs> but he, yeah, then moved to um the bay area like three four years ago yeah he's only um been in america like yeah a little under 10 years oh nice but it's funny like or i'm just like in awe of him and his you know life journey but also um he's he he's fluent like in ronda he he was fluent um and is still fluent in french so he kiranda oh and then here you know it's english yeah and he had to learn it from scratch, but you wouldn't even, like, to me, he doesn't even have an accent or anything, but, um, yeah, it's, so I, w- I would say sometimes, um, what is it, like, it's very, like, it only happened, like, once, actually, but, um, where his brain, like, had, it was, like, the, the second day we were, like, exhausted, like, after I gave birth, um, uh-huh. and, like, our brains were just, like, fried from just, like, exhaustion, and he, like, was speaking to me in another language, but didn't realize it. Um, <laughs> but, and his family, like a lot of them don't really 
the ones like back at home don't speak a lot of English and stuff and a lot of um so there is like I wish I could communicate his family but I can't communicate with all of them he's the only one here of his family no he has two other siblings um and they're all on the east coast so yeah we had I met um his sister and her husband um but I'm I would say I'm fairly close with them. And I think when you have, or at least from what I see, is like if you have that big of a family, mm-hmm. you can only be like so close to a certain amount. Of siblings. You, mean, you mean you can only be so close to your, your, your uh, one sibling? A few siblings. I don't know, just because that's a lot of people. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been to Rwanda a few times to uh, see all them? Oh, no. I can't, we can't wait, though. There's just, I think COVID has not allowed us to do the travels that we wanted to. But um, we've done a lot of, like, FaceTime. We have WhatsApp. Um, mm. And even with my extended family, like, they can't obviously wait. I We thought by now we would have all had, like, we would have been able to travel and do, like, our extended, like, wedding celebrations there. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it, just because of COVID, it, it's right. possible. But it's okay. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Antoine's actually had a... You, you were in Africa for a, a summer, right? Living living there. I used to live in Ghana, but I've also been to Rwanda and Uganda. Uh, my dad used to do business with the Rwandan government. And okay. so um, I did like um, a, a huge tour of, of Rwanda on a bicycle actually which was really awesome and um yeah amazing country and saw the monkeys gorillas yeah, it was yeah. Good. <laughs> oh, i can't believe you were there yeah no it's uh it's a very special place yeah it's awesome was it really hilly isn't it like a country of a thousand hills that's what they're yeah doing. and on a bicycle it really goes into your legs yeah um <laughs> yeah no it was it was really something um I don't even know where to begin to describe it, but um, yeah, very loving people. <laughs> so, what what's kind of next for you? Um, obviously, wait, how how old is your is it daughter? He's a son. His name, yeah, his he's Ren. Um, uh-huh. He is about to hit four months in a. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad you found some time to do this. I mean, I know. <laughs> yeah. A full-time, like, maybe more than a full-time job. Do you have anyone helping you, or is it just you and um, your husband? Just my husband and I, which, yeah, we're blown away by (laughs) how we made it, because um, I was actually recently at another um, baby virtual shower, and, um, yeah, there was, like, a question that came up um, that the host said was, like, oh, what's one tip you would like give to the um, new parents and then this other couple was like oh you think like you can make it without help because of COVID but like they were just sharing their experience how they tried to do that but it was impossible so they had to like break the COVID you know protocol of quarantine like having visitors quarantine and um, take a negative COVID test to then like take it they're just like it like with the baby baby you have to have help like it's impossible and because we didn't have help due to covid and like yeah just logistical challenges Uh uh i don't know i just feel like 
we can do anything in life. Oh, okay. So you, you do. So their advice didn't apply to you as because you, you were able to do it without help. Yeah. And I'm just oh. like, how did be, yeah. And what we did have, um, Faisal's sister and, um, her husband come for two weeks, just like during Christmas time, like they, but they also had to quarantine and then take a right. test. Right. Um, and for those two weeks, we were like, well, this is what it feels like to have help. Like, I don't have to rush my shower. Like we could work out every day. It was just <laughs> unbelievable. Like we understand, we've had like that glimpse. Um, but because we didn't know better, like we're new parents, it wasn't like we, felt like we were suffering you know we have a new life and we we loved it um but it was like maximum exhausting and, and like who are you both still working or like how does that how do you how do you find the time i mean how does the timing work <laughs> so um yeah i was on maternity leave oh, okay for okay. the first four months yeah i got a lot of time off and then um, for Faisal, he started paternity leave two weeks ago. So we had this transition okay. where both of us were um, off. Okay. It was like actually a really challenging week because, um, yeah, I don't know if it's TMI, but I had to like learn how to pump and bottle, whereas yeah. Before yeah. I was only breastfeeding. And right. that was like so emotional because, and it's it's a, the experience with a lot of mom, working moms, like transitioning from like being with the baby 24-7 to like, I have to work now it right. retention is and energy is now pulled into two directions so right. um that's a hard week but um yeah now Faisal is like quote-unquote primary caretaker because I have to work uh -huh. um, and eventually I think Faisal's mom will come by in April I don't know when the time comes where we're both having to work I think hopefully by then COVID's better um my parents like are dying to see Ren but they just have to go into their offices like once or twice a week so they just and they're also down in socal which COVID is not doing well or mm -hmm. it is making everyone really anxious so they don't want to like risk anything what's the what's uh your son's full name ren rewigma oh yeah so ren ren regama regama okay yeah so yeah ren it, it's just this word that derives from mandarin uh, uh -huh. ren you mean like person no, it's the one where it's like left the left side's the person and then the two. So it's I don't you can like look it up, but Okay. It's hard to there's no English equivalent, but the best way to describe it is like humaneness in that okay. in the in being a human there's love. That's why it, mm -hmm. uh, it's like a person and a two. Okay. And like if or if you know I'm trying to find another example. Like if you know like the fruits of the spirit or whatever, um and like there's love, joy, peace, patience, like love. It's not like I, which is usually what is translated as love. It's Ren because um, it means like the human love and humanity, just like the essence of being a person is love. Right, right, I can't right. really describe it, but yeah. in Africa, there's um, a similar word called like Mbutu or something. And mm -hmm. we just like that there, this virtue um, exists in both our cultures. Okay. 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 So what's um yeah what's kind of next for you guys like what what do you are you do you plan on staying in Palo Alto like what's what do you what do you see for your future? That's a good question because we don't know <laughs> in terms of like where we're gonna like end up living living. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, I think. Um, trying to think, 
<laughs> our big plans for the like we do end up wanting to like buy property that's like something on our mind yeah um we are debating whether to like stay or go to socal or even the east coast we just want to be like closer to family right. um we just see the importance of that like even raising a child you know people say it takes a village but even when you i don't know we we just see that like america is very individualistic like every right. household is its own little you know like we don't we're not like as communal and maybe because it's covid time it just doesn't yeah feel like super communal but i I think we just want to like be rooted somewhere and feel um, yeah close closer to like family if that makes sense. Yeah, I do think like compared to, I mean definitely compared to Chinese culture, America is, is much more individualistic when it comes to you know like the individual empowerment and, and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, cool. Um, so so you kind of you you just you want to be closer to family, but you're kind of taking it a day at a time. Yeah. And I, I want to, like, continue um, working and, like, I love, like, even in my old role, it aligned with, like, diversity and inclusion. So yeah. I, I hope to, like, do meaningful work. I think hopefully, because I love being a mom and I, I just want to be very present in um, my son's life, mm -hmm. I, I want to hopefully eventually, like, I could do something part-time, but, mm -hmm. like, that might be a while, um, obviously, because I want it to, like, have a role that's still meaningful but like possibly do part-time so I can do both um and then Faisal wants to he's just really interested in like coding and computer science so he he might like do a different career path is he a, what does he do right now um he does tech support for um a really big law firm okay like uh, uh, like the, the IT stuff yeah IT stuff yeah, cool cool, cool. And what do you do at, uh, what type of work do you do at Google? Just because I kind of don't know. So, um, well, I just hopped onto a new team, literally yeah. in HR operations. Um, so I'm still figuring out what I'm, like, I'm just training right now. But in my previous role, um, I worked on, I mean, I guess it's kind of a part of HR, but not really. It was like on programs, like people development. So I was working on um, a mentorship program for unrepresented groups. Um, and just doing the ins and outs, like back end, front end for that, right. so, um, like launching cohorts and stuff. So I, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, and we, like, I also worked on like four or five other programs at that time too. Um, but it's all going to change. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to, we're going to take our first break here. Um, we are. <laughs> yes, break up. There's a break. Okay, so all right. So the uh, the first break is pretty simple. Um, we're gonna we're gonna pull in some money and we're gonna donate to a charity of your choice today. Um, we're gonna pull in some money. And we're gonna donate to a charity of your choice. So uh, if you have something in mind, like a group and an organization, um, we've done we've done this for pretty much every guest. Sometimes it's a gift to someone else, but I feel like. For you, I feel like you probably have, you know, organizations or causes in mind that you really care about. Yeah, and some people don't have anything in mind, so <laughs> we just did it to a person that they know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we're gonna pull. Usually, you know, we 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 like to pull in like uh, like fifty dollars each or whatever, and then we uh, we we donate to uh, some something that you care about. Um, so, do you have anything on your mind that you, or you can think about it later? But if you have something, uh, then then uh, yeah. yeah. The one that comes to mind um, yeah. 
is this this nonprofit in um, the Tenderloin called Because Justice Matters, and they do work um, with like just like dance class, like little girls or women. Um, and I used to be a volunteer um, while I was living in San Francisco, so it's just close to my heart. What's, um, it, what's it called? It's called Because Because Justice Matters. Because Justice Matters. And they work with like women and girls um, in the Tenderloin district. Okay, because justice matters. Okay, awesome. So yeah, we we will. Uh, That's so nice of you. Yeah, yeah. We we will kind of put in uh, fifty dollars each on our end and uh, and and do a little donation to uh because justice matters. Justice matters. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> cool. cool. All right, back to I got, it. I got a question. Um, when you think about um, like your son's life. Are there things that you already have in mind that like I really hope that he does these things or like does these activities or gets involved in this and this or is this type of person or do you kind of see it as um, kind of entirely kind of like kind of I guess feeling his choices and, and kind of what he wants to go towards. I've never really thought about it before but I was wondering like how you kind of see the next few years of his life. Yeah, I think that is the big question. Um, always like, what do I want? And what is my hope for Ren? Um, and it is, I think there's a lot of like, not tension, but I think there's a lot of like oxymorons or like differences in even just how I would answer that. Um, or even my train of thought, because um, let me think of where to start. Like, I want him to like know our mother tongue languages, but that's like four or five. Yeah. <laughs> my my husband and I's um just so that like when they go to um or when he goes to our respective countries and stuff, um, he could, you know, communicate with our family. But um I think in in terms of like even just living and doing life, what to me, like, there's what we think we have control in, we don't actually have control. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and that, that's that. a lot of the, 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 um, I don't know. And because of that, I think it, it causes a lot of, like, tension of, like, on one hand, if he lives a bubble safe, like, a life that's just so easy he can't like build character in terms of, um, or he, it, it's harder to build like compassion or like, um, or zest or drive for life, I think. So it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not saying like, I want my child to suffer or anything like, and I am that like mama bear who mm -hmm. wants to protect my child, mm -hmm. but there has to be some sense of like, I want him to like, have freedom to do what he wants and not be so like controlling even though of course I would want him to be involved in sports I would want him to like serve and give to the community I want him to be yeah generous and um, respectful loving of elders embracing culture um, but I think there's no yeah control over that and I feel like even for me when I think about my childhood I, I didn't even embrace my maybe Taiwanese identity or like feel so um so grateful for it to like maybe I moved out or something of my home um growing up or I don't know sometimes things 
yeah, things just take time. And so um, I don't want to like impose and like traumatize my son by, you know, <laughs> putting on all my <laughs> wants on him. But I will just do my best in my part in like showing him love. I care about like, I really value emotions like as a tool. So I want to like even better myself, like even in therapy now, I'm trying to like work on my anger, which I wouldn't even say I'm like, like, when I enter that emotion, it's like a bad thing, but I, I just want to like healthily navigate my emotions. So when he also encounters, um, I don't know, hard emotions that he's not like frazzled or like has to run away from them or feel like he has to push them away. And I feel like maybe, well, you both are guys, I don't know, as raising a son to, you know, masculinity and like toxic masculinity is just like on my radar. Um, so I just want to like healthily have him or healthily like lead by example in that way. Yeah. Well, um, go ahead. I just said awesome. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what, what, makes you, what makes you the most like moves you and makes the most, makes you the most emotional when you think about your son? Like what is there, is there something that kind of strikes a nerve for you in terms of, you know, raising him and, 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 and such that question makes sense. It's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, there's just something about his, there's just something, I think even in just the way I'm wired, like I'm so drawn to like innocence and purity. Yeah. He's literally like a blank canvas, you know, he, he right. and, and just full of potential. And it like, yeah, it makes me so emotional right. <laughs> just seeing like myself and even my husband in, in him and, like, even every day I take him outside, I'm like, this is the outside world. Like, the world is your oyster. I don't know. I just, like... Right. And his curiosity, like, just even his curiosity for, like, touching the textured leaves of, like, trees. Um, right. I don't know. Just having that, like, wide-eyed curiosity. I mean, he can't talk yet. He's so little. But... Um, and it's a parent thing, I think, of just, like, noticing, like, every week something different. Um, right. and even the, like the little things aren't really little at all. And so I, I'm just like soaking it all in. Um, and just like, yeah, I would just, I think to answer your question, um, his innocence and purity and yeah. like, it makes me just, I'm drawn to his like potential and excitement for his future. Okay. What about, um, fear? What, what do you fear the most? What do I fear the most? Um, I fear, I mean, there's like day-to-day -day fears, like silly fears that's like, is he doing enough tummy time? Like, is he eating too much or drinking too much? Cause he's also like, <laughs> um, he has a lot of rolls on his arm or just like silly mom guilt fears, which is like, can, come up all the time but I think for his long term in terms of like in the future um I think because anything can happen I'm just trying to think of one thing right um you know he, I don't I fear maybe like that there's so much information maybe in this world sure, and like yeah. he really become like addicted to technology or like right. things he might value that aren't really like 
I don't know, maybe trying to pursue fame or, you know, like these things are um, maybe fun and good, but not like deep and meaningful to me. I don't know, but it's not, I don't know. Like I, that's really a hard question because I do want to give him his freedom of like being able to pursue what he wants to then learn from it too. Um, But I just fear like, I guess when he, I don't know. I just, that's why it's like, I don't go with like, I fear. I just have hopes for him, I Mm -hmm. I guess. Because I don't think of like, oh, I fear that he'll go down the wrong path and become, you know, an alcoholic or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like think those thoughts. I'm just like, oh, I hope that at the end of the day or when he thinks of his parents, you know, we did the best we could and loved him to love him. Or I hope that um, when he is having a really hard time, um, he, he knows who he can turn to, or I hope he, yeah, like his failures doesn't define him. You know what I mean? Like it's not, I don't really go into, um, or think about his future and be like, oh, I, f- I fear. Cause right. there could, it can be anything really. Uh, and on that, cause you mentioned technology. What, what do you want his relationship with technology to be? And like, what's your philosophy on that? Are you, will you be limiting his screen time like uh, like, uh, like so many of uh, the parents? Yeah, I, I don't want, for at least like one or his first two years, I hope that we um, can do a good job of like leading by example and not having, like if we're not on the screen, he might not like yeah. also be drawn to it. But I want his, I want like technology to be, again, a tool and not, like, a means to, like, live life or... Right. Um, yeah. And because, like, I think in our generation, like, we knew life a little bit before technology and, like, knew how to be bored and just play. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually volunteered um, while I was in San Francisco, like, with these little girls, like, middle school girls um, as, like, their basketball assistant coach or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I talked to a lot of their dads um, who would show up at the practices and even just talking to the girls. They're just, it's just amazing um, how like every, like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, like all influence everything. Like even if I'm on their, they just, even if I'm not on my phone actually, they'll want to take it and just see what I'm up to or like look through my photos. Or even when I talked to um, the dads, they were just, telling me how they have to actually structure their children's time because yeah, if yeah, they don't, yeah. all they'll do is go on YouTube. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be like, this is, just because like now, or at that time too, um, like children aren't really getting textbook textbooks, I think. They're right. mainly using um, their iPads. So just parents always just feel like their whole, like from literally the start of the day to the end of the of the day if there's no structure in terms of like basketball practice they will literally just go on the internet um and yeah so I would hope for Ren that um he can yeah he can use like use technology minimally (laughs) enjoy nature enjoy relationships um connections outside the screen love that yeah. 
Um, cool. We're gonna go on our second break. And uh, <laughs> now I'm curious what this break is. <laughs> this break. Um, if you're comfortable with it, we we would love to see a picture of uh, your your son and and react to it. If you're comfortable with that, you don't have to. If you, How do if, I send it to you both? No, just just you can just show us on your phone. Like oh. That. Yeah. And we'll kind of uh, <laughs> we'll give a, a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll show you this one. So just context, this was like after he um, had a feed and his belly was just like really big. So we were, oh, you can't see it because of, how do I get rid of my background? Um, I think if you can, if you just hold it in front of your face, we might be able to see it or the background, I, I'm not sure how that works. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> that's a happy baby. That's a happy baby. That's a big tummy right there. Wow. We like pulled up his flesh. Uh, he looks smart. He looks smart? Yeah, he looks yeah. like a smart, smart baby. What does that mean? Like in his eyes. I don't know. It just that's the kind of sense I got. And he looks like <laughs> like he looks very uh looks very full. Yeah, I'm that mom that thinks like my son is like, the smartest shooter yeah. and yeah, most intelligent, most special baby. So I agree. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, okay, our last section um, is going to be on friendships. Um, uh, I'm just, I'm just curious, and you know, my own curiosity, because we had, you know, a group of mutual friends in high school. I'm curious who you still keep in touch with, and like what you, how you, how you define friendship nowadays. You know, that we're more, you know, older and and uh, and have a different perspective. Like, how how do you? And you also, you know, you're also in a in in you know, you're in a marriage and that I think that maybe sometimes from what I understand that can change the dynamics of your certain friendships. So I'm curious, like how, what your perspective on that is nowadays? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so friendships from high school, I would, um, admit that I wasn't like after high school and I think maybe like maybe junior, senior, or later in college, yeah. I wasn't really a good friend to people like of long distance. Yeah. Um, because I was, as you knew, I was like highly involved in like every capacity in high school. Yeah. And I would say I had a lot of like really good close friends. Um, but yeah, I don't know what happened. Or I guess that was like a big learning experience for myself of like, I lost touch with pretty much most people I don't even know that many who I keep in contact I don't even yeah I can't even recall many people no. or like I still like faintly do I would say maybe like through social media or like even or those who have moved maybe to the bay but um like one random person is Jisun I don't know do you know Jisun yeah Jisun is junior well she's not a junior now but she's <laughs> But the only reason why is because she she and Faisal literally are like went to the same church. Like oh wait, G no no G Sun is uh, the UC the one that went to UCLA. Oh, she went to UCLA. Oh. J E S U N right J E E S U N. Yeah. And she has she used to have glasses. Yeah. Yeah, I think she did go to UCLA. Yeah, she did go to UCLA. Okay. They go to the same church, so, so so he went to UCLA as well, or just this up is just here, up here. Sorry, after oh, oh, her, okay. she's now a teacher. Um, oh wow, that's small. Or there's some, yeah, there's some 
friends um that like are in the bay but like hardly literally hardly anyone yeah um, but i really do value friendships to like a su- supreme level um right. i'd say i'm trying to think of um yeah i think over the years has taught me like you know or something my mom has said like life is a series of highs and buys like you know people come and go and um yeah those who are still in my life I'm like wow I'm really grateful for I think yeah when it's there's something about um like loyalty that I really um put at a high regard because yeah people like change like there's even in marriage you know like it's said that people change like eight times but when someone like sticks with you and sees like you at your best and like there's people um like who have seen me at my lowest like when I did have depression or just um and like to see me on I don't know this other side where I have like a growing family and um, it's just like those who are present I I just really value but I don't discount people who are in my far past because I think people can come and go, but can come back too. Um, And yeah, even now I wouldn't, I would say Faisal and I are even aware like, Oh, because we're new parents too. It's interesting that like some or in, in friendships too, like, because it's hard to explain, but for some reason, parenting is like this other world that I feel like some people don't won't grasp until their parents like um, to where like if we oh I'm trying to describe it. So for example, like if you have depression, like low functioning depression, which I didn't have, and like you had to maybe like or your um okay, I'm sorry, I'm trying to give an example. So yeah. if you had like depression and it was so low functioning that you were like you had to stay home yeah you would still want to get or to those to, in the experience or of hearing like some people who have had it yeah. um to that extent like they would still want to be invited like even if they were to say no even if they couldn't like physically go out they would still right. like love to um be invited like it, right, right, right. it's just like a kind gesture and i think even in the same way like we're new parents we like getting a baby in the car and like going somewhere takes probably an extra hour or two or like maybe and it depends on our level of exhaustion or like our day like our baby might fuss like all morning and we might have to miss something um and so I guess it's also like kind of what I said way earlier um in our conversation of like two levels of awareness of like we we know or we just have this level of understanding with other parents now too of like oh if someone's late or if um they can't show up it's okay like literally parents do parents because we're all trying our very best um so and so sorry what oh go ahead yeah so you're saying it's kind of like it it it, it's uh it's harder to hang out but you still like you still appreciate being supported and invited even though it's hard to hang out yeah yeah and so we're so grateful because we like i have um like just these close friends in San Francisco. It's just, I think what I'm, why I'm saying this, I'm just like amazed of how inclusive the friends that I have are. Like we we have like, I don't know, these friends of ours have like this Thursday video chat we, um, that was started during COVID time. And yeah. like after we were parents 
or like birthday parties, um, like these friends that are so like single and you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so we're part of their life and they don't have like, they don't, and we don't even feel bad saying no if we can't because we, we're secure in our friendship in that like, right. I know that we're parents. But that's not to say, maybe like all friends are understanding like that, but we would understand if what we're saying, what I'm saying is we would understand if our, like, if friends don't understand, if that makes sense, because it, to us, it's like, if you don't see or get it, or like, if you not raised a child, of course, it's like, you're free. Like there is a sense of freedom, you know, as a parent, that's kind of taken away too. Um, like I don't really have free, free time anymore. Um, so yeah, we're on this like other side of parenting that, um, with friends and yeah, like even, and Peter, you were talking about like marriage too. Um, actually, I'm trying to think of friends of, I think with a baby, it's been, um, like I'm seeing, oh wow, like the level of intentionality that I might have to give, but, but because like I said, our, like our friends are pretty understanding and like are really intentional in, in their time and energy with us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we feel really grateful, but it's, it's so much harder to like plan anything now, but before I think because Faisal was so, um, it's just like really good with people. It, yeah. it wasn't like he was always included in anything I was a part of, or like all my best, like best friends love him, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And even vice versa. Um, so we're just a part of each other's friendships. Yeah. And that, that was kind of the last question that, that we have for you. Um, and you kind of answered a little bit of that. So, so the question was, is it important to be friends? You know, uh, how important is friendship in a, in a, in a relationship or a marriage? And it sounds like for you, it's a big part to know each other's worlds and, and to have, you know, to know each other's friends and to be friends with each other's friends and, and have that kind of mutual world. Is that, is that right? Yeah, I would agree. I had actually this um, friend even before I was married who told me like when two people when two people are married, it's yeah. not just like that one person one person. It's like the person with their whole like their family and friends, right? And, and then this person's whole family and friends, and we're all merging. And so right. it's actually kind of encouraging because like even if, um, like if Faisal and I are having like a conflict or something, it's not like, I never feel like I'm alone or like I'm suddenly like stuck or something. Not that I would, I can even foresee that, but it's like, we're communities lifting each other. Like we have, like if I, yeah, if I have need someone to turn to, if we need to turn to somebody, like it's okay. We're not like in completely in our own bubble to which like we can't get out of. I don't know. There's just something about having, um a network and like having like rootedness with our people that um even allow us to stand stronger together i don't know it's kind of yeah. maybe cheesy but for sure yeah i mean awesome. three is stronger than two and four you know, I, I get what you're saying it's harder yeah. to break when you're together um okay so we're gonna end with our little segment here um this is kind of a it's called one word answers you just you just uh, answer in one word, okay? We're gonna shoot quick at you. You're answering one word. Antoine's gonna Antoine's gonna give you the questions. Okay. Favorite taco filling. Filling. Um, <laughs> salsa. <laughs> okay. 
Um, favorite candy bar? Uh, Reese's. Profession that you'd like to try? Surfing. Profession that you'd never want to try? Zookeeper. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Peter, you can finish it up. Favorite sports team? Laker. Uh, favorite curse word, new mother? I can say it out here. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Walk in the woods or swim in the pool? Hmm. Woods. Cool. Well, that concludes that. Thank you. We really, no, we really appreciate you making <laughs> yeah, the time for this. I know, yeah, I know you're you're really busy. Um, so we really thank you for giving us your perspective on this, and uh, and we can. Uh, I'll give you a quick call after this to kind of recap. But um, but yeah, we just we just want to say uh, thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks a lot for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, I'm gonna hang up now. Bye. Bye.